cerrada con tres candados y remachada a la puerta negra. Pum, 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 pum. I wanted a song opener for this show that's like real heavy Mexican. You know that stuff you hear on the radio stations? Yeah. <laughs> the ones that you could tell like drunk Mexicans are around the campfire listening to it and be like, hey, this is what we were listening to when we were 16. But totally. of course they're talking in Mexican. <laughs> Spanish. Welcome to Raw Radio, the Cinco de Mayo edition. It's May 5th today. <laughs> and I got Amy Curran on the show. It's Raw Radio. <laughs> it's Raw Radio, baby. Uh, Amy, ever since I gave her a mic, Amy, get up real love close to the mic. What have you been doing all night ever since I gave you a mic? It's Raw Radio. <laughs> I've become a ham for the microphone. Raw Radio, here we are with Raw Radio with sound at Raw Radio. Raw Radio. Amy's here enjoying. <laughs> Amy's here enjoying the sound of her own voice. I on love it. 97.5 Raw Radio. The only thing is, I wish we had like some call letters, you know, have like serious raw rate or serious radio shows have. All right, we're back. 87.65 on the KM dial or whatever. We don't have any of that. It's a podcast. And you know? Amy, you've got five million questions about Justin Bieber. Yeah. <laughs> I want to take phone calls. I want to be like, be the 21st caller. We'll give you nothing. We have no money. It's the recession, but just be the 21st caller. 97.5. Maybe they could win like a prize out of your purse, like I give them a piece of gum or something. See, I, I got, know. let me see, 23 cents and a <laughs> stick of gum. Um, the reason I have Amy on has nothing to do with Cinco de Mayo. She's an editor in chief, not in chief, not but she's an chief. editor at Tiger Beat. Tiger Beat magazine yeah. that does articles on all the teeny boppers, Justin Bieber's, and the Biber's, and the, and the Jonas, Brothers Jonas Brothers, and all the Disney And all the dreamy kids. young teen starlets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amy, you, uh, for. Tiger Beat, you go around and actually interview these kids, right? I do. So, like, you get to go around and interview kids that have, like, a million views on their YouTube videos and all these 14-year-old girls following them. Like, millions of followers, not just maybe a 100 followers, but, Millions of you know, followers, millions. literally, all around yeah. the world. Germany, all these girls that just think that that face is what they need to love right now. Yep. So, we're going to try to dive in into why these kids make it and what is it about them that makes them so huge and so quickly. <laughs> And um, predict their immediate downfall because do you think Justin Bieber is going to be around that that long? This is the thing with Justin Bieber is a lot of people question that. I say that he will have a lasting career because he's got a really amazing team behind him. Mm -hmm. You know, his manager, his stylist right. slash swagger coach, which. I don't know. Is his swagger coach? I don't <laughs> so know. So a coach it, that tells him how to walk and talk? No, he's just sort of more like a big brother that kind of like guides him and kind of shows him the ropes I growing up. However, I, I, don't, I don't know if the swagger coach label is usable or not usable because I keep getting mixed um, mixed signals or reviews. It's like, yes, call him the swagger coach. Don't use that term. So I don't know. So you don't know exactly what his job is, but he's around like maybe like flicking one piece of hair to the right. <laughs> On Bieber's head or... I don't know, maybe. Telling him, hey, J Justin, every fourth step, take a dip. Because <laughs> it just makes you cooler. <laughs> I don't think it's that extreme. <laughs> no? But um, he's got a really good team. And also he's um, on Usher's label. Oh. And Usher is sort of his mentor. And uh -huh. Justin is more or less his protege. Right. So you look at Usher's career. He started off when he was a teen. And now he's going to be beating out like Mariah Carey and... Whitney Houston, all these other people for like the most number one albums on like, Usher or number is. one songs on the 
Usher is. Yeah, Usher wow. is with, oh my God. Wow. <laughs> I can't even sing, but whatever. Most girls can't handle it. What? Th- thank you, <laughs> Shant the Sound Engineer. And I also forgot to introduce our multi-talented Shant the Sound Engineer, providing all the sound Shant effects P. and comedy Woo! on the show. Thank you, Shant, for doing Love this. Um, the first place I heard about Justin Bieber is I, I tweet and every now and then I see well, not every now and then but every time I tweet Justin Bieber is a trending topic he is probably first of all that sounds really stupid that I'm saying I tweet I tweet you know I tweet <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm like why is he famous I asked Sean the sound engineer one time Sean why is Justin Bieber famous who is he he's like you probably don't want to know and it's like you can't avoid it you have to know I said it's better you don't know it's better you don't know thank you and well, it's like you can't really avoid not, it. It's not better that you don't know, but you're all right not knowing, right? You are, because like I'm not any better knowing who he is, but now we're talking about him. We're doing a whole, like not whole, but like we're doing a radio show talking about him. About Justin Bieber. That, like, I just... Maldito sea. I'm so fascinated how, how and why someone comes up so big. He made his fame by doing a YouTube video, right? Right, it was a YouTube video. And what was that YouTube video of? Basically what happened is Justin decided to enter a talent contest, and he was singing... And he invited his family, but not all of his family and friends could come. So they videotaped the performance and they threw it up on YouTube just for his relatives and people to see. Mm-hmm. Somehow it got linked here and there. All mm-hmm. these people started watching and then it was like 100 views, 1,000 views, 100,000 views, a million views. And now I looked at it, his videos, not that video, but like his other videos have over 100 million views. Yeah, Justin Bieber Joe. is taking over the world. Do you have any idea, what is your... Um, hypothesis on what is the success formula like what why do they make it well what is it about him is it a face i will definitely break it down as to why i feel from my experience working with uh, teen stars why justin bieber is as huge as he is um you have to look at the demographic that really loves him which is young teen and tween girls you know Mm -hmm. Eight-year-olds, even three-year-olds, to you know, twenty-year-olds, and even some of my friends I'm that Chris just love his music. Are you serious? <laughs> um, love Justin Bieber's music. His music's really catchy. It's right. good, like pop kind of R and B songs. Did you say down to three-year-olds? Yeah, there was a there was a girl on YouTube that was like crying how much she loved Justin Bieber, and it became this sort of overnight, you know, fifteen seconds of fame, flash in the pan. Like, check out this YouTube video. Yeah, she was yeah. freaking out. Justin Bieber caught wind of it and actually surprised the little girl at her home Wow! with a visit. And there's pictures on the internet of did, it. Did his swagger coach tell him to do that? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Justin, this would be good for your swagger points. No, I will say this about Justin. Is he really does care about his fans, which is another reason why he's so big, is he tweets all the time. Uh-huh. He's at, Just, yeah, well, at Justin Bieber. He better. Like, if I was Justin Bieber... I wouldn't sleep. I'd be like, this is going to be gone any minute now. I better pump every single piece of effort I, I have into this thing. <laughs> I don't think that he does sleep because he's traveling every single day. Right. It's like every other day he's on a plane and he's just jet setting all over the world. So if you follow his Twitter, you know that he's been in Japan and Germany and Australia and all over the United States and like Canada. He's like everywhere. So in case you don't know what Justin Bieber sounds like, we're going to give you a two-second clip because two seconds is all you need to hear of this kind of music. But um, Let's do this. No, but this, this is, is a freestyle of him, right, yeah. Sean? Oh, you want a song? Oh, let's listen to a freestyle. This is a freestyle. Justin Bieber doing a freestyle let's rap, actually. This is funky. Yeah, we're going in, baby. Yeah. And he's not that bad. He's like a little white kid, but he's not that bad. He has definite talent. I reside. I'm a young white rapper, and I don't get high. Teenage girls is what I really like, and I'm still a young boy, but I'm still so fly. 
What Let's girl go. wants to give oral sex yeah, when a man is in Chris Hansen comes in halfway through. Via Shout out to my boys, yeah, they up there in Canada. I used to live there till I moved to Atlanta so, where the girls are so hot. One of the things that I think, like, he's confident. You can tell in the way that he's doing this freestyle rap. Like, he's not at all acting like a shy white kid. He's just like, yeah, I'm in it. I'm going to do it. Like, I think that's part of his... Uh, success every time I see him he's holding his own he's just kind of acting like a mature kid in a tiny little boy's body like you know what I mean like it's true Justin Bieber is actually legitimately talented yeah. I think anyone that's really hating on him is just jealous and that's how I felt with Jonas Brothers as well you know these kids are they're out they're working really really hard they give up a lot yeah they have a lot of money and they right. have fame and they get to go to fancy parties and get tons of free stuff and do things that you know more the majority of the world can never imagine doing right but they give up their youth. They give up, you know, proms and regular school and hanging out with friends, and they're constantly That's working. That's true. He has know? like 32, 35 year olds uh, conducting his career day in, day out, morning till night. Yeah, you know, and he he's has not to keep spending his, any time his with circle kids. of friends really tight. You know, he's got two best friends, mm-hmm. and, you know, he doesn't, ha- like everyone else is just sort of a fan at this point. Right. I mean, I heard that, you know, guys are even starting to go and ask for Justin Bieber haircuts. (laughs) Speaking of that haircut and that look, have you heard of that site, uh, lesbiansthatlooklikejustinbieber.com? I have. (laughs) Because he's got that, like, uh, Ellen look where the hair's kind of in the face, that that girl's trying to look like a little boy look. And uh, apparently to a large population of lesbian girls, that's attractive. Is that Um, true? Well... I don't know I, how you know this, but is that I'm true? Not, I'm not a lesbian, <laughs> so I wouldn't know. However, um, I do have a friend that has a short haircut, and she tweeted, I keep getting stopped on the street and being asked if I'm Justin Bieber. <laughs> but she's, she's a female. Straight. She's, she's straight. straight. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Sorry, no lesbian. No. But uh, you hadn't, haven't interviewed Justin Bieber yet, have you? Oh, I've interviewed Justin Bieber a lot. Oh, you I've have? I've traveled around to interview him. I interviewed him. My first real face-to-face time with Justin Bieber was at a photo shoot. Um, before he got famous? Before he got famous. You're 29, 31, right? In that range. We don't talk about No, no, but I want to compare, I want to compare you to when you interview these like little teen boppers. Do you ever think about what let's it could be like? Like, hey, this kid looks no, kind of cute. Do you ever, like, does that thought ever into your no. head? Let's just, just not, no, 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 <laughs> let's just not bring age into this and we'll just say I'm, I'm older than them. Okay, but that thought never enters your head? What? What's the thought? I was too it's stuck like, hey, on the fact kid... that you're like trying to exploit me. In no, my I'm age. not. I'm sorry. I didn't trying mean to age be me my first. <laughs> I exactly. You. I hope you edit that out. <laughs> that that little soundbite. No, the whole thing about age. Amy, I could get I'm in trouble sorry. for making love. But I just want to like compare you to these kids that you're interviewing with. Okay. I'm just saying. Does that thought ever enter your head? This kid's like young, successful. Good looking. All these girls are after him. You get to interview him. Did you ever? Do you ever think that this fourteen-year-old could fall in love with you? You don't. You never think about that. Um, I'll put it this way: when I interview the teen stars, there's been more than one occasion where I get some googly eyes. Maybe I got a kiss on the hand from Justin Bieber. No big deal. Right. Whatever. Right. So. No other connections you felt with any of these like. I think that's like really inappropriate. <laughs> I mean, I watch TCAP. I'm totally with Chris Hansen. Right. I would work for perverted justice. <laughs> I am not a pedophile. I don't find these. Kids you totally tragic. have that. Um, you masturbate. You have you know the ability to 
express thoughts well, but then you can also, I feel like you can also get on these kids' levels. Level. Oh, totally. And well, that's, that's why you're good at your job. work. Yeah. That's part of the job is to be able to get on their level. So when you're interviewing a teen star, you can be like, so, like, yeah. what was so your first d- kiss like? Right. <laughs> you know, can you imagine me being a 37 year old man being like, hey, so tell me, what was your first date like? What do you look for in a girl? What do you look for in a boy? <laughs> I mean, you, you ask all these questions that to someone, you know, that's on, the, that's on the older end that's had a little bit more of experience. Uh, <laughs> And you're asking them these questions. It seems really mundane and silly, but you know, you always know that to the people that we're serving, our demographic, which is tweens and young mm-hmm. teens, this is the information they just feed off of. You know, it's like their drug. Right, because you can't just come up to the Justin Bieber and be like, Justin, when you first explored your first album, what was some of the inner turmoil you faced? Like, you you ask him questions that relate to the whole teeny bopper world exactly. right you have to so you approach with what was your first crush what was this what was that like mm-hmm. so let's say i'm justin bieber okay right how do you approach me what's the first question well first i'd be like hey justin how are you hey Good. great i feel great <laughs> great to be here awesome and then be like all right so i'm gonna ask you some questions oh shoot by the way you're cute and then, well, I don't know what's the situation that we're in. We're at like a show or something. No, this is like, uh, you know, backstage where they have that white sheet with all the logos on it. And right now we're just being like, our photos are being taken oh, while you're talking to Oh, the step and repeat. Okay. Oh, shit. Is that what that's called? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. So there's a name for that sheet? Yeah. The, the sheet, like when you're on the red carpet right. and there's like the background thing with like right. all of like the sponsors or right. whatever, it's called a step and repeat. Why? Because basically you're stepping in front of you know, photographers and getting your picture taken, mm-hmm. then you go to um, a reporter and you answer questions, right. and then you take a step and you repeat it. You will take pictures or you'll answer oh, questions. Oh, because everyone pretty much asks the same shit. Step and, step repeat, and repeat, step and repeat. Oh, okay. I knew that. So when you go on your step and repeat um, and you ask Justin Bieber these questions, yeah. let's conduct the interview. Oh. Keep going. Okay, so let's say we're at the Kids' Choice Awards. Right. So, Justin, are you excited to be performing at the Kids' Choice Awards tonight? So excited. I've been excited ever since this morning. Have you ever gotten stage fright? <laughs> you know, sometimes I feel a few butterflies in my stomach, but when I feel the energy of the crowd, it just gets me going. So, what do you do when you're backstage and you have the butterflies and you feel like you're going to throw up? Do you have any sort of, like, <laughs> thing that you say? Do you have a good luck charm or say a little prayer? Wow, that's a good question. Girls are interested in this, huh? Like a bunch of 14-year-old girls would be interested in that kind of stuff. Yeah, I thought you were going to answer the question. Oh, yeah, of course. I, uh, first, well, first I call my mom because she's a big supporter on my Actually, uh, Patty would already be there. Oh, damn. I know that. I was testing you, Amy. <laughs> Patty would already be there. And, you know, no, no lucky charms, just, you know, a lot of rehearsal. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> now is that the end of the interview? Or are we still going? Would that be the end of be the like, interview? Be like, okay, well, we have a couple of roundups for you. So, roundups. summer's coming. Mm-hmm. What's one thing you have to do before summer ends? Oh, I don't know. Just try to get as many teenage girls in my trailer as possible. So, what do you look for in a girl? <laughs> like, what's something that'll catch your eye? You know, just like really teenage. <laughs> Teenagers, like, do, when you look at a girl, are you more, what do you notice first? Her eyes, her lips, oh, like, um, her hair? smile the smile definitely the smile Mm -hmm. so would you ever consider dating a fan are you a fan (laughs) i'm a reporter oh so you're working you're strictly professional right now yeah um well you know my fans are kind of like great but i don't know if i'd date any of them 
Okay, cool. Well, thanks well, so get, much. Bye. That's all the time we would get right, with him. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. So you never have like a formal sit down. It's always like no. A quick, we had formal sit downs. Mm. It's just when you're in a press line, um, it's really quick. Usually, right. get it depends on who the star is. Like. If it's at the beginning of a press line, you'll usually get more time because the lesser known stars will show up. Right. It's always at the end of the press line when all the big stars show up, like when I did the New Moon premiere. Mm-hmm. You know, I was there and I was talking to all these like really like bit part people. Right. Well, bit For, part people? Yeah, people that have bit parts in the movie. Oh, okay. And so, um, you know, you talk to them and you get like five minutes with them and then sometimes you just run out of questions and you're thinking I'm wasting tape. So then you just kind of like wrap it up really fast. Okay, thank you. Bye. Click off your recorder. Right. On to the next. Right. Then someone bang, like bang, bang. then, <laughs> bang, then bang, someone bang. like Rob Pattinson comes down the line, mm-hmm. and this happened where, you know, you see the publicist. Rob Pattinson has maybe fifteen minutes to go down the entire line, which is huge. Right. And he has to get around the corner to all the big news outlets like MTV, Extra, Access Hollywood, E Online, right. like et cetera, et cetera, and. I see him coming down and they've already blocked off that he's not stopping for any teen press or just going to like go right by us. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to put on your like reporting hat yeah, and like real really quick, be on your toes and then just kind of be like, okay, how am I going to get mm-hmm. a quote from him? I left my spot in the line. I ran up the line to mm-hmm. where he was with other reporters talking all clustered together. So I just ran up behind them and just stuck my iPhone out, was taking pictures and stuck my recorder out. And as he was being taken away, I screamed him like, well, Rob, most embarrassing moment on set. And he stopped and he was uh-huh. like, what? And I'm like, most embarrassing moment on set. And he answered my question. Really? In that whole rush of leaving, he answered that Yeah, he question. answered my question. And this was with like... <laughs> Score, Amy. Yeah, this was with like, you know... Wait, Rob Patterson... Do, do I need to know who this is? Yeah, he's he. Yeah, Rob Hansen. He's like only Edward Cullen in Twilight. Oh yeah, that kid with the slick back hair. Everyone loves him. Oh my yeah. god, he's so hot. Okay. Anyways, okay. So, <laughs> and he just went into a wonder world real quick and came back. Anyways, he so dreamy. Oh yeah, I'm on Raw Radio. That's the thing with being a, a teen star reporter, any reporter mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for that matter. You really have to just be assertive and throw yourself in front of it. And right, you know. And don't what was be what was his them. most embarrassing moment on set? Um, it was the first dream scene that he had to do with Kristen Stewart in like this field. Okay. And I said, why? And he's like, I don't know. It just was. He popped a boner. I don't know. No. <laughs> he just said it was embarrassing. Oh, okay. That'd be pretty embarrassing. So that's what I'm saying is you don't get that much time with the bigger stars. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes, like when Jonas Brothers were peaking, sometimes they would just skip half the line and I'd have to just like yell after them and right. just be like, hey. Are, are Jonas Brothers kind of uh, trailing away now? Um, I wouldn't off? say they're trailing Joe. away. Joe. <laughs> but with the Jonas Brothers, the Jonas Brothers played it really good mm-hmm. because they knew... They acknowledge the fact in their career when they started getting really big. We know this isn't going to last right. forever. So they were going to make the most of it. They put out three or four albums, or maybe it was three albums in... I'm rich, bitch! Oh, no, was it... And they got oh, no, they rich, put out, rich real quick. No, they put out four albums mm. in like three and a half years. Mm-hmm. They did massive touring. Wow promotional stuff they had amazing like merch and like all these different mm-hmm. like things that they did they did commercials and oh yeah like yeah that. they're everywhere so this they, show is brought to you by the jonas Brothers. oh and that's another thing is that mm-hmm. they also did a show on disney channel called jonas and yeah, they're in their second season 
Um, still right now. Still right now. I actually did a set visit with them um, not too long ago. Where Usually when a show goes into its second season, does the money double, triple? Like, how does it work? Is it all different? Um, it just depends. Yeah. It depends, I think. I'm not exactly sure how it works. I can assume it depends on how successful the show is and how much fame the star You never get getting. into how much money these kids make, huh? On your um, questions and interviews, do you ever no, get into financials? You, no, you never not. ask that because that's, <laughs> Justin Bieber, what's your ten ninety nine look no, like? No, it's super tacky. First of all, it's irrelevant to our demographic, right, sure. and um, we I'm want. <laughs> we, the goal is to make these stars seem like they're just like you and me. You know that you could just easily hang out with them, right? Because right. you don't want to put them on this pedestal because the kids are already putting them on the pedestal. What you want to do is try and take them off the pedestal and be like, "Look, they could be your best friend," and that gets them this more fans, be, doesn't it? Yeah, this yeah. could be the boy in your class. Right. That you're crushing on. Right, right. And so, you know, you do quizzes like, you know, who's your classroom crush? And then it's like, your crush looks exactly like Taylor Lautner. Like, <laughs> you know, cute, fit, and totally nice. And the research you do to come up with these uh, pertinent questions. Do you go to work and watch every episode of Hannah Montana and the Jonas Brothers, or um, do you go home and what, how do you? What do you do? We get. You can go online. There's a there's a there's a place that we can go and we can view. Um, trailers and screeners and that's of that sort of thing of all the different shows like and you're mandatory to do that at work right yeah we have to watch those shows and be in touch with it you know we also do set visits so we will go to the set of all the disney shows all the nickelodeon shows we travel around and go to like the movie sets and we go to the premieres we go to parties we go to movie screenings and next week i'm going to go see a screening of camp rock 2 so and i did a set visit of that in toronto last september so you know it's kind of cool to Go see, go to a set visit, right. watch something being filmed, interview the kids, hang out all day, and then come back. You know, go about your life and go about the Tiger Beat assignments, and then mm-hmm. months later see the finished product. And you're sitting there watching the movie, being like, "I know that secret. Mm-hmm. I watched that scene being filmed. It's right. cool, you know." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's great too. Like after a while, you build relationships with these teen stars, and then they see you, and they're excited to see you, and they give you hugs, and you become friends with their team and their parents, and so it really becomes more of like a family. It's like you build a trust, right. so you don't really want to do anything to betray that. Yeah, and these kids are like kids. No, so when you me? see them again after a while, they've probably grown up like amazing amount huh do you ever like follow up with these kids or they're so out of fame after that point that there's no need to um i don't know i mean it varies probably right yeah so uh how many years did it take for you to get to a position where you're actually sent to be interviewed did you start at the ground level at uh teen uh tiger Tiger beat yeah i got a job well the thing is it's just a little background i actually moved to la Mm -hmm. to like work in front of the camera and Mm -hmm. You know, that's just such an investment and so much time and it's so much for like something that really probably won't happen as opposed to will just for the amount of people that are in L.A. trying to like be famous or whatever. Right. And I'd always liked doing writing. So I got into that and decided to pursue that. Well, really, really, really long story short. (laughs) I, I submitted my resume to Tiger Beat and Bob for an editorial assistant position and forgot all about it. And then I got a call like months later. Yeah, like a month and a half later, I mm-hmm. got a call and they asked me to interview and I did some interviews because mm-hmm. my teen reporting career actually started before Tiger Beat. I worked for this teen club in Hollywood called One Seven and I was a cashier and it was a 15 to 20 year old club. So you first got into that demographic then. Well, yeah, like we would serve smoothies from the bar. Like <laughs> it was really weird. We had like a green room and like Hillary Duff and like Frankie Muniz and stuff would show uh-huh. up. So I was working the ticket booth, and then I thought, you know what? Well, I thought, this is so dumb. 
I totally need to be doing more with my life. You know, maybe I could interview these teen stars that are coming through. So right. my friend, Angelito, said, hey, you know, why don't you talk to the owner? And I'm like, okay. So I went to the owner, Stephen, and pitched my idea, and I got hired on, and I started writing this newsletter, which was being distributed in the club. Uh-huh. So then when I applied for Tiger Beat and Bop, I had a little bit of teen reporting right. background, which gave me a slight edge. edge to get in and I got the editorial assistant position. Awesome. So I was probably in the position for like a couple of weeks. I went on my first set visit. Mm-hmm. And then over time, you know, I eventually got sent on a trip, like small things, until, you know, I finally was in it for a few years and I started doing Jonas Brothers and then I started following the Jonas Brothers around and then mm-hmm. that was like one of the best summers where, you know, I went to the Bahamas and I went following to, the Jonas Brothers. Following around the Jonas Bahamas, Brothers, I was wow. sent to New York and the Bahamas and um, Indianapolis and up north in Northern California, and I got sent to and all North that was Carolina. paid for by Tiger Beat while you're doing this. Yeah, amazing. You gather information, gather the voice recordings, pictures, come back and write yeah, in your it, article. I mean, well, the Jonas tour was really cool because they did a press tour where it'd be like three members of the press that they approved would come out and mm-hmm. you do an activity with them. So I went to the Indianapolis Speedway and like, mm-hmm. you know, stood on the ribbon of bricks with the Jonas Brothers and took pictures while they like went on to like ride around and I went golfing with them and I did a radio thing. Like they did this like radio concert thing that I got to observe. And How many millions at. of 14 year old girls are jealous of you right now? I don't know. Probably like every single 100 one. hundred million. Yeah. Probably as many as watched that YouTube video earlier. Yeah. So um, one thing that's right up radio, Raw Radio Alley is you're kind of now at a point where you've worked that tiger beat for a while mm-hmm. and uh, obviously you're not going to do this for 10 years right well, how do you know you use you, you who knows maybe you'll be editor-in-chief but you say you don't want to go that up that high no because i think i want to work for with an older demographic right but you um mentioned something interesting you started a little um comic strip oh blog? yeah yeah where you actually write about blog. these kid kid stars right well and it caught a little bit of fame tell us about that okay well basically when the jonas brothers were peaking um right. we decided to do something called adventures of jonas and so what i would do is i would draw like a little cartoon sketch of just an adventure that i would make up about real the guys. crude stick figures but like stick figures, funny little stories totally yeah. and then i would turn it into the art department and right. then they would take my little stick figure drawings and then find real photos. Real photos and turn in it into like library. a photo comic book. Exactly. Okay. And so I kept all of those sketches and then I've, I'm starting to do one for Adventures of Justin Bieber. And right. then I kind of expanded and started doing these comics at, you know, different parties and people's houses and as gifts and stuff. So, you know, recently... Um, I was hanging out with a couple people and I drew a comic and they said, oh, that's so cool. You should totally do a blog. So I started a blog. So you started a blog with those crude little drawings. And because I don't have anything yet, um, can we like stop the air horn, by the way? (laughs) No, no. Sean can, that's in his contract. (laughs) I hate the Um, air horn, dude. Sean's contract says minimum eight eight air horns per episode. And infinite space age sounds. I like the space age sounds like asteroid. But but your little comic strip gained quick popularity through some link, right? Whereas this is kind of like a niche thing that these girls would like. So this is a great thing for you, Amy. Like this could be a perfect segue into being an independent kind of blog person like Perez Hilton started or with comics. All all these other people started with uh, celebrity gossip and then went on to having 100,000 million viewers a day and then putting site putting ads on their site that makes them like five hundred thousand dollars a day you can i can see totally see that where like these kids come to see this unique little comic about jonas brothers or bieber and then like sharing it around right and then getting a bunch of hits on your site but then also but my comics are also um 
about my life too and going out and kind of like hanging out right. with you know a more Hollywood crowd and and you know just seeing what it's like and you know making new friends and actually like expanding my social circle so and it's just funny you know you just like pick up on the funniest things so I don't know I like it um, I think I think you should keep going with that comic thing, especially because you told me a lot of people are starting to listen to it or uh, watch it. Because this is this could be a perfect segue. Amy. Well, thanks to a Twitter post, I got like a hundred hits on my first day that it was launched, so that was good. That's pretty awesome, Amy. Thanks. Thank you. We like to hear that. Are you gonna? Um, we pretty much covered it all. I want to uh, keep the raw radio shows a little shorter because I want people to download smaller files and like maybe I thought we can skip that middle song now. This way, we'll make sure every week we do an episode. What do you think about that, Amy? Sounds great. And I would love to have you on because you have such a radio voice. Thank you. Especially when you get to raw radio. Let's go raw radio. Here we are in raw radio. Can you give us a? You are now listening to raw radio after hours. <laughs> without without laughing though. All right. <laughs> I gotta write this down. But you gotta get real close to the mic. It tells the girl Wait, that he has was a very large penis. Oh. You're listening to Raw Radio After Hours. I think you can do better. Sean, lower that end music, but don't stop it. Just lower it. And Amy's going to give us to a, like a really hot... I, you know, I can't be Come hot. On. Yeah, you can. You have the no. voice. I think you have the ability to be, okay, both be like teeny bopper cute and super hot with your voice. I can feel it. You're putting me on the spot. That's what radio show is. I know, but you got to let me just like sit here okay. and be like... Look at the candle. Are you thinking you might want to have sex with him? No, Chris Hansen. Hey, our third guest tonight was Chris Hansen. Yeah, give it up for Chris Hansen. He's like my fave. I'm going to give it up for Sean, the sound engineer. With, uh, he, by the way, Would that opening song was... everywhere? <laughs> no, I won't, Chris Hansen. That beginning song was Los Tigres del Norte by La Puerta Negra, which is a freaking crazy title for a song and band. Song name is The Black Door by the Tigers of the North. Crazy. Amy. Yo. Thank you so much for being on Raw Radio. Thank you. Be on next week? Always. Awesome. Definitely. I'm Alex with Amy and Sean the Sound Engineer. Thank you for listening to episode 17. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Here on Raw Radio. After hours. Catyon.com. Oh, by the way, can everyone go and see your comic strips real quick, Amy? Oh, yes. If you would like to view my comic blog, it is www.adventuresinla.tumblr. That's T-U-M-B-L-R.com. That's Tumblr, T-U-M-B-L-R, adventuresinla.tumblr.com, and also go to catyon.tumblr.com so we can see cute cat cat pictures. Cats yawning! (laughs) Cat yawn. Okay, very pertinent to Cinco de Mayo and Tiger Beat. Meow. That's right. See you next week, baby. Bye.
Yeah. 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 Yeah.